The Health Show with Molly Pardo. Morning, everyone. Welcome to Etufano Health Show, and welcome to our special guest this morning, Dr. Oz Mansour. Good morning, Doctor. Uh, Kiora, good morning. Medical Office of Health for Howard Tairafati, and just giving us a bit of background to what's been going on behind the scenes. We've done really, really well thus far, Doctor. You're the Medical Office of Health for Howard Tairafati. I am. Yeah. Yes. I am. So can you talk to us about all the activities that have been happening behind the scenes at Hawara Tairafati? Sure. So as a, we, we've been watching this virus as it was uh, emerging from China and then spreading all over the world and then coming to New Zealand end of February. Uh, we've been getting the um, health system ready, working with, um, with the primary care, with general practitioners in the hospital, so they are uh, ready to be able to test it. And we've had the... Um, with the between the cooperation with the DHB and the primary care, we set up the assessment centres at the War Memorial Theatre uh, and up the coast and in, uh, in rural western so that people would have access to testing with symptoms. What we also started since the um, uh, 20th of April, we also wanted to increase access to uh, testing of the communities by having um, three mobile teams going around um, to offer testing to people around the, around the community. Um, and there's been a very strong demand, especially in the uh, rural Maori communities, uh, for people to be tested because they really want to be sure we don't get this uh, virus into the district. So our focus has really been on getting the health sector ready um, so we can actually do the testing of people who are symptomatic. Uh, as you may know, we've had four cases in the district, all of which have been uh, travel-related, and all of these um, cases did exactly the right thing that it, what they were supposed to do, which was to stay home, so there hasn't been any uh, local spread. Um, so we've been kept looking for it, and as I say, when, with us wanting to make sure that there weren't people who weren't you know, getting tested because of the distance and travel, we thought it would be a good idea to actually go around, make sure that um, we can test our communities, and um, we've now really come to the um, we're really coming to the end of that testing this week, where the, the mobile teams have been around the area. We're going to do a bit of a mop up, particularly for the Pacific Island community next week, who have had less testing. Um, but our, our statistics are, are really good in terms of having good Maori um, over representation of testing, because we are particularly concerned, um, based on overseas experience and also past experience. Uh, that Maori um, communities will be disproportionately affected if the virus uh, establishes itself in, in New Zealand. Um, so I think at the moment it's, it's looking good, but we have to stay on our guard. Uh, as the Prime Minister says, we have to act as though uh, everybody has COVID. Uh, that means we don't want to infect others and we don't want to be infect ourselves. And the main thing is that keeping that distance and, and watching what we do with our hands. Um, but having said that, I think it is looking good. Um, we have done extensive searching. Uh, I say we're still we're still going to complete that. So far, we haven't found any virus. But you know, this is, can be this can be quite a sneaky virus. It can be spreading sometimes without showing any any symptoms, which is why we also did testing of symptomatic of people without symptoms. We haven't found any uh, cases, as I, as I said, and I, I, I think the, there's going to be. There's not going to be value in keeping doing that testing now. We've shown it's not there. We really now want to focus on people with having any respiratory symptoms and making sure that everybody knows that, you know, even a very mild sniffle uh, or even just a, this very interesting thing, which you may have heard, that people just lose their sense of smell or taste. And sometimes they don't have any other symptoms but just that. 
In fact, one of our cases had just they, they just noticed their loss of taste. They didn't notice anything else. They didn't have a fever or anything else. Um, and, and this has emerged um, um, from overseas as well as being one of the best symptoms to differentiate from this virus from other viruses because, you know, you get fever, cough, um, sore throat, all these things we get with, with flu or cold, all these common things. And um, those other causes are more, more likely. The one, the one uh, symptom which we get with COVID, which seems to be more likely to be COVID, is, this, is loss of smell or taste. So, sorry, I, I covered a lot of information there, perhaps going a bit too fast. I hope that came through clearly. No, 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 that, that's really important. Um, so I think that, from my point of view, we have done really, really well in Tairawhiti, don't you think? Absolutely. I think, look, firstly, I think we need to recognise we've been lucky. We've been very lucky because a lot of it is just luck. Who happened to be where at such and such a place and such and such a time? And then, and then we had, you know, we've had lots of outbreaks. We've had at least 20 different um, outbreaks in New Zealand once the virus come in, just through um, unfortunate circumstances. I think we're also lucky because of our location, which means we're, le- we're less there, and also because of our, our, our small numbers, which means we've the luck of small numbers. Um, but I think it's also, as I said, I think the, the people who have done all the right things, people have stayed home, um, particularly our cases, so they didn't have any close contacts um, um, you know, didn't have many close contacts who we had to follow up, and, and it, there wasn't any spread. The only spread was uh, in the four cases that, that were just within that, within that household of the, of the two couples. But that's, that's all the, the virus we have. We are going to keep looking for it, but our focus now is going to be very much on people with symptoms. Now we've finished the sweep around the, um, the district uh, and have not found any virus. And so the community testing is now going to anyone who wants to go and be tested? Well, that's what we did right now. We just right now, we thought we'd open up in there because we, we were concerned that there might be some um, spread without symptoms that we might pick up. But, um, you know, but our experience to date, and I think also other experience, suggests that you know, it's, it's, it's not very um, effective as a strategy and it's just a one-time because as you may know, the test is not perfect. No test is perfect, and you can get false negative results even when you have the virus for various reasons. But the other thing that's important for people to understand is that a test only tells you that you're showing the virus now, but you could indeed have the virus already on board you. It could be happily multiplying in your cells, but there's not enough of them to be picked up in the test. That's like what we call the incubation period. That's the time between, you know, the time between you catching the infection from somebody or somewhere where you, where you infected yourself by touching a, an infected surface and the time between that and you starting getting symptoms. And the virus can show a day or two before you get symptoms, but not many days before. So the testing is of limited value, and this is why we're really encouraging um, this uh, watching out for any respiratory symptoms, you know, sniffles, cough, loss of smell or taste. If you have any of these or the other um, symptoms of, of, uh, of, of infection, we do recommend you have a chat with your GP uh, and, get, and, and they will advise on the, on the test. Uh, say the mobile testing, we're, gonna, um, we're just going to make a decision next week about any, any mop-ups, but basically we don't think there's any need to do it because we're very confident now um, that if the virus is present, it's very, very rare. And you know, finding very rare things is very difficult. So uh, we're now moved into level three, yep. but we still need to stay focused. Absolutely, and I think this is, this is exactly the message from from the prime minister. It's like you know we've made all these gains. We don't want to we don't want to lose them um, by by having um, opportunities for the virus to spread, causing large outbreaks. So 
that we are slightly loosening up our bubbles, but people still need to keep their bubbles. And that's going to continue through level two and even level one and beyond, perhaps, that we're going to need to be more aware in this new world of really, and the bubble means these are the people we have close contact with. And the main bubble we have is at home. Some of us have bubbles at work, you know, they're, they're bubbles at school, but it's interesting that the school bubbles are being very well organized. So even like my daughter goes to, to school, she's in a, she's in a bubble of uh, 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 10 children, but actually she doesn't have close contacts with any of those. So really she's in a bubble of one, uh, you know, her own bubble at school. And I think it's the same. A lot of people at work can do the same. They can stay, you know, keep distance from others. But they keep it at a bubble of 10 because it's just, you know, things happen accidentally. So we don't want large groupings and the potential for one person to infect many, which is, it doesn't happen often, but that's what's caused a lot of large outbreaks, um, both overseas and, uh, and in New Zealand. So there's a huge congratulations to all the people in the health system and the, the emergency services that are helping with food parcels. There's a lot of people being contacted by phone to see how they're going. Pretty, pretty big organisation all round. I mean, I think as, as, as um, the Prime Minister said, you know, the team of five million is doing really well. You know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big team effort. There's lots of people involved here. You know, we've got all the health staff. We've got the staff from the Gisborne District Council, all of the different NGOs, the EWI. Everybody's putting, you know, working together and really trying to defeat this, uh, this enemy, get rid of this. Uh, virus, and I must say, I think it's looking very positive for New Zealand. Um, only time will tell, and you know, shocks. We, we can we can expect unexpected shocks with uh, with this uh, with new viruses and new things emerge, and that's always possible. But at the moment, it is looking very good um, for New Zealand generally, and particularly for us in this district. But that doesn't give us a reason to put out our put down our guard. I really want to emphasise that we do need to maintain our guard. Limit our close contact, you know, close contacts meaning within two meters. Limit our close contacts, the people we talk to, the people we socialize with. We can do a lot of that at, that at distance, but there are a smaller group. And I think level three allows a very small uh, expansion of your bubbles, but it's not level three. It's really with level two that we're going to get bigger bubbles. But even as we, um, and we don't know when that's going to go. Hopefully that, that depends if everything goes to, goes to plan. Um, hopefully we'll be able to, again, increase our bubbles. But I think I really want to emphasize you know, the best way to keep safe is just to kind of have a very, as small as it works for you, because you know, human contact is very important, we know that, uh, and we need that, and we need that at home. You need, but, um, but we need to kind of make sure that we keep um, a, a note of who's in our bubble and who's not, and try and make sure that we limit our con close contacts um, to those bubbles at home, work, or um, in school, uh, and as we get get into more relaxation, these expand. But I think it's really important to keep that kind of bubble mindset, if you follow me. Yeah, I, I heard on the news this morning that Germany might be reverting back to level, level four, and we wouldn't want to be doing that, would we? Exactly. That's the, that's, that's the whole point. But I think, we you know, we're very well placed. I think, you know, it's been, it's been um, uh, praised internationally uh, what New Zealand did, because I think New Zealand had the earliest, lock, you know, we locked down in this country when the outbreaks were just starting. And you could see it because, you know, after the lockdown, the cases continued because this was the result of what happens. That's the challenge with, uh, with dealing with these fights is that I, I, I don't know what's happening right now. I can only what, tell what happened a week or two ago because that's the time between somebody getting infected, getting symptoms, deciding to go and see a doctor, and then getting a test, and then the test coming to me. So that takes a long time before I can see what's going on. 
But that's also why I'm really saying it's really important for our community to understand if they have any respiratory symptoms, you know, like a cold or like a flu or losing their sense of smell or taste, please, please do call your GP and organize a test. There's no charge for any GP-related consult. They will do it over the phone. They will advise you, and they will organize the, the testing. The more War Memorial um, uh, Theater Assessment Center in town here does accept uh, walk-in assessments, but, those, the, the, but it is an assessment center. It's not a swab. The, the general practitioner will, will, will assess and make a decision about whether it's appropriate to, to, to swab or not. And that was the difference between the assessment centers and the mobile teams that we had, the three mobile teams that we had going around the district doing the swabs. They were just swabbing. They were taking people's swabs. We were asking people whether they had symptoms as part of it, but it was really just offering swabs because, as I said, the worry that there might be silent spread. Thank goodness we haven't found any, and I think that's because um, there probably isn't any virus, and I'm increasingly confident of that, but that... Uh, there's no such thing as 100% confidence in this game, unfortunately, which is why we must maintain our guard. Our guest this morning is Dr Mansour, Medical Office of Health for Ho Order Tairafati. There is a lot of work going on behind the scenes, and we thank Dr Mansour for coming in because we know how busy, absolutely busy you are. But there are, there are also a couple of contact numbers that I think it's important so if, if you're elderly and you can't leave your home or if you've got a large whanau and you're desperate for food, please ring the Gisborne District Council's um, emergency line 0800 653 800. 0800 653 800. So the help is all there for, isn't it, Dr Mansour? We're, we're very, very lucky in this community. Indeed, and I think, I think we're also very lucky, because I think, I think the, the, the district council has done a great job uh, of providing and coordinating the welfare support for the people in need. And I think, I hope that everybody is aware if they have any, any, any need uh, for their welfare because of the crisis, they should call the, the, the helpline there at the district council, as you've just And we can't, we can't say enough about the keeping up the hygiene practices of the hand washing. Absolutely, yes, and I think this is kind of part of what you know we're going to talk. We're going to be we're going to talk. We're talking about returning to normal life, but it's not going to be returning to normal as it was before. Uh, whenever that happens, it's going to be a new normal because of the, uh, you know, whatever happens in New Zealand, it's likely that this virus is going to be uh, around for some time. Uh, we're not going to get a vaccine for some time. Uh, there are some promising um, treatments uh, appearing. There's an antiviral that uh, I think is being recommended, uh, which is showing promise promise in the States, but we are a long way from being over this. Uh, and yes, uh, the most important thing that you can do, you know, that every person can do to keep their community safe is make sure they have good, healthy hygiene habits, you know, around hand washing. We've always been told about hand washing. We know why that's more important. And then just keeping your distance um, uh, at least two meters except to those in your bubble and make sure that your bubble is, you know, that your bubble is, there's you have the right bubble. If you have people in your bubble who you don't trust, maybe you should not have them in your bubble. Because, it, it, I mean, we've got the winter coming. where We have coughs and colds and things, so we really want to be aware that the, the winter season's coming, so we need to be still very vigilant. Absolutely, because I think our battle now with this, the best way to deal with this um, uh, virus is to have a battle against all respiratory infections. And we have to do it because, as I, as I mentioned before, the symptoms you get from this disease are very similar to the symptoms you get from any uh, viral respiratory infection. And there are lots of different... I'm, I'm told there's over 200 different um, bugs that can cause a respiratory infection. 
Obviously, some are more common than others. We, we have flu season every year. People may not know that what we call the RSV, the respiratory syncytial virus. That's a virus that often causes very serious illness in young children. So there's lots of other viruses also we want to get rid of. And as we're fighting this, hopefully we can get rid of all of these. Already we've seen it um, both here and locally. There's a lot less um, um, it flu, flu-like illness in the, in, in the community and nationally because of this uh, because of this uh, lack of close contacts, because of the lockdown. Even I think the GPs were saying that normally at this time of year they would expect to see lots of, not just respiratory, lots of viral infections in young kids. They're not seeing those. Um, and that's presumably because we're not having that, that, you know, the contact is the person-to-person spread, and that was the whole purpose of lockdown, which has worked fantastically well uh, for New Zealand, and hopefully you now we can have a smooth path. We just want to emphasize, and I think unfortunately the ones the ones who most need to listen to it are probably the ones who listen to it least, that really we don't want to have large groupings and potential for it to, to, to go crazy by people letting down their guard when, when the, the game is not over yet. And as we know, the last inch is often the most difficult, the most dangerous. I, I just, I'm pretty proud of, of the whole of our region, really, when we Absolutely. think about... Absolutely, and me too. And I really want, yeah, I want to endorse and support it. I think everybody's really pulled together... I think, you know, particularly, I think with the, with the, I particularly want to you know the cases that we don't, I think they were, were magnificent in what they, they all did the right thing. It was very difficult for them, but I think it was good. Uh, I just perhaps want to say, so I think it's a bit unfortunate that when, when we have a, a case, there's a bit of nasty noise going around rather than really supporting uh, people who got infected from no fault of their own, did all the right things to protect the community, and really would be nice to see some more support for, for these people who really suffered and, and did all the right things as well. And also that's important as well because we really want to encourage testing. And uh, if people are really negative about people who test positive, and I guess it's, it's understandable we have that fear, but it's, it's not a reasonable fear when people are doing the right things and, and it's under control. So we really need to encourage testing. And really, if anybody turns out to be positive and they got infected, it's not a reason to blame them or, or shun them. It's just really to support them in a way that makes sure that the, you know, that the disease doesn't spread any further. Dr Mansour, Medical Office of Health, has been our guest this morning. Thank you very much, Doctor, for giving up your time. We know how busy everyone is behind the scenes, but it's nice to have an update from the professional people who are working at the, at the top level to share with our communities. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Thank you very much, Molly. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Now, remember, folk, uh, if you want to, uh, to have some assistance from the Gisborne District Council's Emergency services, 0800-653-800. They'll ask you a couple of questions, of course, because they want to know in which way they can support you. If you're having problems in your bubble and you just need someone to talk to, because sometimes that can be a very testing time for families, Lifeline, 0800-543-354. That's Lifeline. You just want someone to talk to 24-7. They're professional people who can work you through. You might be having just issues. The other thing, of course, if if you're in your bubble and you think, oh, gosh, I just need a break, walk, go for a walk. Beautiful morning this morning. Go for a walk or any morning. It's amazing that you get out of your little bubble, go around the block and a bit of fresh air and just have a look around your surroundings and it just gets some of the frustrations from you. Lifeline 0800 And as Dr Mansour said, if you've got any of the symptoms, just please 
ring your doctor. You're best to be sure than sorry. And it might be just a little snivel of some sort, but it's sure better to be, um, you know, get the professional assistance. There's also, um, you can text or call 1737 for help, 1737. If you're just thinking, I'm just beside myself, I need someone to talk to. Text or call 1737. That's us for another week. It's been a busy week. Fabulous, all, all our communities working really, really hard in their bubbles. We're in level three now. We want to stay there and move up. We don't want to go backwards. Have a fabulous weekend, whatever you're doing, Fano. Etu Fano House Show. Talk to you next week. Kia ora. The House Show, caring for your community.